As a charge nurse, you can be a confident and dynamic leader who supports the nursing team and guides their patient care. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program equips you with strategies that prepare you to manage the ever-changing realities of healthcare while maintaining focus on family support and patient outcomes. What do you think making a difference in healthcare looks like? GCU offers over 250 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. <laughs> and we're live. What's up? Y'all know who it is. It's your girl, Ashley. Y'all know the creator slash CEO of Black Girl Interrupted. And to my, hold on, let me get my hands together. And to the right, to the left. One of these ways, I'm Keish, only as CEO of Colors by Keish Cosmetics. You can catch me, you can follow me actually on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Colors by Keish. As y'all can see, y'all know I'm always rocking some Colors by Keish. I got the boy on tonight. And I have brown sugar. Oh, you got brown sugar? I was gonna put brown sugar. No, I was gonna do cashmere. Initially, that's what I was gonna do, but I was like, for tonight, let me woo Let me gather my thoughts. Let me collect my thoughts. Cause y'all know I'm one emotional female, baby, especially when it comes to this topic. I know tonight. I said we were going to continue the conversation in regards to, oh, hey, sis. Look at Jewel. Hey, hey Jewel. Hey, pretty girl. We cute tonight. Yes. But anyway, on a more serious note, I know tonight I said we were going to continue on talking about reality versus expectations. I got to do part two of that tomorrow because tonight I have to address this issue. I got to address it. We got to talk about it. We got to keep talking about it. Let's talk about it again. Again. I just want to scream right now. Let's talk about how it's affecting the black community. This is the conversation. No, go sis, go ahead, Mm -mm, go ahead. This is uh, an illness that's often swept under the rug in the black community. It's often a thing that most likely leads to our demise. Instead of us getting the help that's requested, we simply, the way I look at it, get put out our misery. 
unfortunately that's the way it is it looks you know so instead of being helped we can't even call anyone to come and help us like what what's the whole point of having a crisis hotline so all in all we know the story we're getting into today so, so i'm gonna just let you continue because i don't want to go over into what we're supposed to be talking about but apparently black people are not allowed to have access to into any any thing that helps us mentally um unfortunately it's just a story that gets played over and over again so we have lawanza in here again with us tonight hey how you doing it's good to see you again tonight great 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 absolutely loving to see you um he says as a black man what i see and a lot of sisters in the community He's saying, at least the Chicago area is low self-esteem. This explains why they date men who ain't about nothing. Yeah. But tonight we're talking about something in regards to mental health. And I'm going to go into the story, but I need to do my mental health check-in first. Everybody that's tuned in, in the comments, I want to know how you're doing today. Let's 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 yeah, how was your how was you so far? What's on your mind? Let's talk about it. So, sis, how was you? How are you? You know what, sis? Let me say this. Yesterday, my anxiety was up. It was up. You know, I had my breakdown yesterday, but I had to stop and I had to realize who the fuck I was. You know what I'm saying? I had to realize that I asked for a lot of things. I, I went to God and I asked God for a lot of things. And so he's giving it to me. But now I'm I'm upset about the growing pains that I'm having to go through to get to where I'm trying to go. You know what I'm saying? Before we pull up the comments, let's just finish our conversation. Then we'll go into the comments. So go ahead. And you finish talking about uh you we're gonna get to y'all in a few let's just finish this uh your remarks so I, I i had a breakdown yesterday i did this podcast y'all y'all have to understand this is personal to me and i want to see it flourish so I've been putting my heart and my soul, my blood, my sweat, my tears into this. So I've been fighting. I'm over working a nine to five. I really want this to be my career. But I fell down yesterday because I'm trying to have everything right now instead of going through the process. So I, I broke yesterday. I really did. And I had a praise break. I had a moment. I had, I had to bring it back down to myself. You know, I had to realize who the fuck I was. You know. Today. I woke up better today. Because I was like, you know what? I realized what I'm trying to do. And I have to be able to go through the growing pain. Because I'm going to stumble. I'm going to fall. 
but I can't leave there. I can't leave there. I cannot leave there. So I'm better today. That's great. With the exception of having to do this episode tonight of the, the specific topic that we're going to get into, I'm good. How you feeling, sis? How are you today? Well, like you yesterday, uh, I didn't have a good day at all. I didn't have a good day and I felt like everything was against me. No matter what it was like, it, everything just, it would just, would just right, wasn't right in my spirit. Everything was against me. But like I said, I had to get my shit together. Because I can't let it break me. So I had to fight through it. But I, I did have a rough day yesterday. But today, like you, you know, it was a little bit better. But um hey, I, I was I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Well you're looking good today, sis. You too, baby. Glad to see our energy back up here on the up here. Yeah. Cause you know, I just think of every day. For every day that I fall down, I thank God for pushing, for pulling me back up. I thank Him every day for that. Every day for that, I thank Him. Every day for allowing me another day above ground, another day to allow Him to use me to to pass the word. I thank him every day for allowing me to be an inspiration to those little girls that felt like they didn't have a voice. So I thank God every day for that. Mentally, I'm getting better every day, you know. I'm just so proud of my accomplishments. I'm proud of how far I've come. I'm absolutely ecstatic and I'm excited for the role that lies ahead for me. Yes. I'm better today. I'm better today. So let's tap into some of the comments we got. Yeah. Jules say not so good today. I'ma call and check on you. And I it, I hope it will get better. It will get better. So whatever it is, it, it's gonna get better. But I'm sending you nothing but positive vibes, you Lawanzer says low self-esteem is part of mental health. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Absolutely, it is. Jewel says she had one also. It's hard, sis, but we, we, we have to stand ten toes down and we have to lean on God for our own understanding. And to know, you know, Hey, Miss Denise, good to see you. Um, justice for her daughter, Aaliyah. Her daughter was found here in Houston, hanging off of her balcony. Um, no investigation. They ruled it as a suicide. No help. Hey, Terror Artist 404, how are you this evening? 
And back to you, Miss Denise. Um, yeah. y'all follow her page. Justice for Aaliyah. Again, her daughter was murdered here in Houston. Miss um, I know it's police say she eased on down. No, we we need answers. That's not enough. Absolutely. That's not enough. So I think we all should call the Houston Police Department and demand that they open the case because we need more answers than she, she just did that. No, it's not going to be an open shut case. And there are reports, so, you know, um, where the daughter had called numerous times she was in a domestic violence relationship. She was in the process of leaving her girlfriend and she ended up dead. And, and, and so just like that is an open shut case. So like I said, we all should call the Houston Police Department and demand that they look at not only Aaliyah's case, but Aaliyah's ex-girlfriend as well. Absolutely. And I'm just putting it out there. So, so yes, mama, we fighting with you. And I will be making that call. We got you. I already made, I've made several phone calls down there. So Jewel says she went to visit her husband's grave and put some flowers out there and someone stole his flower vase. It was at that point I fucking lost it. Who steals a flower vase? You got to be a low down dirty MF to steal my brother-in-law's flower vase. You could go to Dollar Tree and buy you one. That's fucking disrespectful. Who does that? Like on the cool. Like really, who does that? Miss Denise, you're more than welcome, babe. You're more than welcome. Jewel say you got to be a low mother to steal from the dead. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Miss Denise, my sister says she's praying for you. She says she's praying for you. Lawanza says the FBI is supposed to investigate murders. Oh, yeah, we know. Well, yeah, but then the police supposed to in, uh, instigate it and, and open up something, not just an open and closed case. So I feel like as police, you're supposed to send someone else out there to do that work. Ain't no just no open and closed case. So no, Miss Denise, no, we can't accept that. She said the police closed the case and said suicide. So you need to get in contact, FBI. So we got you. The uh, Houston Bureau of Investigations, is it that? Okay, yeah. She says, thank you. I love you. I love you. I, I actually, she, she she tapped in with me um, and gave me a phone number. So I, I'll relay it to you, sis, because we did a mass call on a Monday to the Houston Police Department um, requesting that they reopen this case, that they reinvestigate this case. But you know, that's what they do when they don't want to do the work. Nope. They don't want to do that. 
So wow. Since they practically have stole all the bases out there. Mind you, I spent well over $300 on that brass base. Best believe I'm replacing it. I'm going to put it in submit. That. And you should. And I think that's so sad. That's why I say people these days have no regards for anything. They disregard everything. So I'm still doing my mental health check-in. We got to talk about it again. We got to keep talking about it, keep talking about it, keep talking about it. Because right now it's at an all-time high. Black men and women are dying at alarming rates. Because they don't have anybody to talk to. I was reading some information since on YouTube where they were talking about African-American people. We are about, we get this much help when it comes to mental health awareness. We don't get no help. Like I say, it's uh for a second. Can we uh click Miss Denise's post? She relied on a toxicology report. That's because they don't want to do their fucking job. That's the problem. They didn't want to do the work. They looked at her as another little black girl suicide and that was it closed case next that's what they did and i'm so sorry that you're having to go through that i'm so sorry you're having to go through that oh look who stepped in that building Peace, hey boo She say solely. That's what they did. They just opened. They oh, she committed suicide. That was it. That was the end of it. Raquel said we need affordable help in the mental health field. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, I work where they see uh, let's say psychiatrists. So they have the option to see psychiatrists. And see, I, I just feel like this. And this is my sole belief. I think psychiatry should be funded by the state, which allows people who don't have health insurance to be able to see that psychology, psychiatrist. Um, I don't think that's something you should pay for. If you me. But you know, they took away funding for mental health. You know what I'm saying? They they took the funding away. You know what I'm saying? That's what they did. They took the funding away from mental health. I need everybody right now, before I roll back into the comments, I need everybody to stand in solidarity with me in regards to mental health. This is a conversation, y'all, that we have to keep going. This is a conversation that we have to continue having. It's at an all-time high right now. African-American men and women are dying at alarming rates. So we got to talk about it. It takes nothing out of your day to send someone a text or pick up the phone and call and see how they're doing. 
If you can get your ass on social media and y'all can post these videos for the Buster Challenge, that I'm going to do on my birthday. And check on them. Oh, that was me being funny. But I would definitely check on everybody and do the Buster Challenge afterwards. Absolutely. So if you can get on Facebook and you can post videos of your twerking and all this other bullshit, pick up the phone and call somebody. You never know what they're going through. Give them their roses while they're still alive and not when their eyes close. And I said it. And the reason I said it is because I'm a person that suffers from depression and anxiety. And it's not a very good feeling. Because you feel alone. You feel by yourself. So you are, so those intrusive thoughts creep into your mind because now you, you're battling the, the devil. An idle mind is the devil's playground. And he comes to seek, kill, and destroy. He preys on the weak and the vulnerable. So... Whew. all right so let's roll into the comments and then we're gonna jump into the real topic of this episode tonight but i had to do a mental health check-in i had I, you know i want to talk about it lawanza says to you sis he said whoever sold those flower vases stole the flower vases for the dead are probably selling them to retailers at funeral homes he said this is where the investigation needs to start Miss Denise, again, you're more than welcome, baby. Terror artist for folks, that's bullshit. It is. Right. But that's what they do here. It's easy. It's less, they don't they don't want to do the work. So I'm about to get cursed out. That's all you, sis. Whatever happens when this when this show ends, I can't help you, boo. Raquel say they don't care about us. We're just notches on their belt. Fucker. Yep. Yep. Jewel say, I'm so hurt, but I feel better today. I refuse to let the devil fuck me up mentally. Absolutely, because that he loves to do that. He dwells on that. Raquel says, psychiatrist. Unless you are severely mentally ill because they will drug you. It's all about meds. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. And is rich. So why not? Raquel said, I check on people and I want to do the Buster Challenge. No. We will not do... Come on, Raquel. Uh, your husband say, don't play with him. I can't help you, sis. I can't help you, sis. Jewel say, God has brought me too far to allow the devil to put me back into the state I was in November 12th, November 10, 2015. Absolutely. I remember that day. Mm -hmm, me too. Me too. Me too. Raquel say, the police are lazy. See a psychiatrist, a psychologist instead.
I don't have anything to do with the Buster Challenge, baby. Okay. Raquel says she's gonna do hers with her hubby. I think my butt get me. Hold up. Hey. <laughs> I'm not gonna entertain neither one of y'all tonight. Neither one of y'all crazy people. <laughs> I'm not Come on, look at when I'm at work. I'm be like, y'all. Oh, I think my butt getting big. <sighs> Just know I can't come help y'all, okay? I can't come help y'all. So before we go into the real topic at hand. Let's stop the stigma when it comes to mental illness. You're feeling lost, alone, depressed, reach out to somebody, contact somebody, please. Please. There's so many resources out there, baby. Get help. Get help. Get help. It's real, y'all. It's real, real. It's so real. Uh, whatever, Raquel. We bypassing you tonight. My big sis say Raquel is so right because they put me on Prozac, Seroquel, and one other, and I never took that shit. I leaned on God and he blessed me with peace. Fuck meds, I don't take any. That part. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student. Literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. I don't want nothing to cloud my judgment. I need to be in my right frame of mind. I had You're this friend, and I'm good. So, okay, quick story. Um, during the pandemic and everything, I developed anxiety. So my anxiety will cause my asthma to flare up, and the only reason, only way I can keep my asthma under the under control will stop being anxious, and I just couldn't help that because you know you are constantly worried. Thinking I had COVID every five minutes, you know. Um, so I was prescribed um, anxiety medication. Um, it's it's not the ones up there. It's uh, Bucifrom, but um, it's an anxiety suppression. So I was talking to uh, a coworker of mine. Okay. And she was prescribed anxiety. And she said the pills that they gave her cost her, and she thought she was going crazy. She started hearing, like, these evil thoughts. Like, it wanted her to commit suicide. So she said she had to stop taking it and stop taking it quick because that's the only thoughts that she came to know. Like, they wanted her to harm herself. Mm-hmm. So... Yes, I I agree with you, Rocky. Like it all makes sense now. And I, I didn't touch I probably took it one time. But their full bottle still sitting in my medicine cabinet. I only took one pill. Mm-mm. No, no. 
I'll take Benadryl and put me to sleep to calm down before I, I take that. And a little weed. I'm trying because uh, I, I, I told my husband I'm about to start smoking. Get you some CBD. Get you some edibles. Girl, I would love to go to work like that. Get you some gummies. Some gummies. You can go to a CBD shop and get you some. I told you. Yes, Lord. Hey, Shy. She says she loves the transparency. She corrected it. Jewel Rocky say, once you're on it, you're on it forever. Rocky say, your body becomes dependent on it. Raquel say, she was supposed to name because that medication is what you actually have. Yeah, and you know what? That's true. And uh, I'm looking at Jewel comment, and I think that's the name of it. Sarah Quill. So that is the name that she mentioned to me. That's the name she mentioned. Now that I think about it, it was Sarah Quill. Sarah Quill. And she didn't want that anymore because she said it scared her to death because she was just like, she was hearing things. And she's a very calm person. Like, you know, she's very spiritual. And for her to hear those things, she said it scared her. It scared her. I don't even know it scared her. So, yeah, I, you're right. I'm looking at Ray Cal comment. Yes, I'm definitely going to look into getting that because I don't take the medicine. It's just really, it's two full bottles just sitting in the jar. They even got to the point where they gave me at least allergy medicine uh, to help me calm down. And I didn't know uh, such a thing exists because it's an allergy pill that puts you to sleep and it helps with anxiety. So I have to I have to look at the name. Um let me see why that's going on. Um so Raquel my sister is agreeing with you and she say I know a few a few people who take it so I know that's what it was. Mm -hmm. So why are you looking that up sis? It's called Vistarel. Oh, it was okay. definitely called Vista Real that I had. They gave that to me. Yep. Short term treatment of anxiety and tension. That's still in my drawer too. So I don't I don't take it, but <laughs> we about to jump into the real topic for tonight. Mental health leads up to this conversation that we're really about to have. Say his name. Patrick Warren Sr. Why did he have to die? That's what we're talking about tonight. I'm going to hold off on the comments for just a moment. I'll go back to him. Give me just a moment. I need everybody to brace themselves for this clip I'm about to show you. It is uh, just a, it is hard to watch. And it's definitely hard to hear. So, like Ashley said, just brace yourself. Uh, it, it's heartbreaking. 
me take a deep breath. Again, disclaimers, I'm letting you know. This is a trigger. So if you're suffering from anxiety, I'm putting a disclaimer out there right now. Any type of mental illness, this is a trigger. I'm letting you know. But this is the real reason for this conversation tonight. That shit upsets my stomach, to be honest. I'm speechless. I'm absolutely speechless. Mental health is so important. Patrick Warren, senior, was a 54-year-old pastor from Colleen, Texas. Family called 911 because he was having a mental health crisis. 
unfortunately, a non-emergency police officer was not available. So he sent a regular fucking police officer and murdered this man. Do I need to replay the video again? Mental health is so important. Why didn't you call for backup or somebody to help you? They told you. You killed him. You shot him three times. You hear his son telling him, I told you don't use a gun. So you damn right, I'm pissed today. Mental health. Go ahead, sis. Look, let me tell you something. My dad is not here. But looking at that, just imagine you're standing there and watch your dad get gunned down because he was just having a mental breakdown. Yeah, I don't normally cry, but guess what? This got me thinking about my daddy because if that was my daddy and I had to see that, he just needed help. And unfortunately, the resources for African-American men and women for mental health is limited. This is why I had to do this episode tonight. I don't normally cry. You know, I'll be the one like. That got me so nauseous because, again, that's somebody's daddy who just needed help. And, you know, I don't know if that's his daughter. And then you got his son. He can't do anything. He just like, I told you. What more can he do? So this is why I feel like in a black community and mental health, that to me, that's like being put out of our misery because we don't have the opportunity to get help. We just get put out of misery. Only thing we have to do is deal with it. And that's not fair because, you know, and I'm, I'm just about to, you got white people who can get access anywhere with no problem. But in the black community, we are just that we does, you know, we just swept under the rug. Oh, they know how to deal with it. You know, they people pick cotton for damn their 400 years. Right. So that's how we supposed to look at it. Like, oh, since our ancestors picked cotton, we able to deal with these type of things. No, no, this is like modern day lynching to do that in front of his family. I want to throw up right That's now. why I pray for my husband every day. I pray for my brother every day. I pray for my nephews every day because they do not care. I, I have to raise a son in this world. And like I said, I don't cry on here, y'all. I really be chilling. 
But this video did something because I thought about my dad. My dad not here, you know, because of cancer. But you know, my dad used to have his moments. <laughs> you know, sometimes people, you know, you drink. You drink and you get drunk and you go out there. Yeah, you act an ass. But I don't think you should get killed for it because everybody have those moments. If you see that you're unarmed, why would you go out here and just just have the heart to do that? We can clearly see he's having a breakdown. I don't know why the hell I put lashes on today. I don't normally cry, but it's just, it did something to me. Like, I'm really nauseous. I'm so sorry that that family had to see that. Yes, Jewel. It is modern day lynching. I'm, I'm reading Jewel's comment. It is modern day lynching. And you see it too often. And the thing is, it's, it's not even, it's not even hitting no more. You can see see this shit playing. You can see it live. It's, it's live stream. It's like watching a damn movie. It's like watching a movie. My shirt. I specifically wore this shirt for tonight. You've ever seen that video by Childish Gambino? This is America. Welcome. Now, Kelsey, she's crying. Terror is awful. Say that's sad as fuck, man. Raquel say no words. She told me don't play it again. Unfortunately, sis, this is the world we live in. Jewel says OMG. That's so heartbreaking. This man didn't have a weapon. We don't stand a fucking chance with encounters with some of these officers. I think. She said. But they, but why? But they could storm the Capitol, Capitol and leave breathing. But we get killed because of mental illness. That's what I'm saying. Like anytime you got Michael Vick out here getting more time for dogs than a white person getting black people, you know this country is fucked up. It's never in favor of us. Never. And we finally go out and vote and win the election. Then they tearing down a a goddamn federal building, which is a a crime. A crime. But here we are. We are treated like like we don't even belong here I just have to collectively get my thoughts together Jewel says his kids will now live with all kinds of guilt because they reached out for help 
and it cost their dad's his life, their dad his life. Markel says we're treated like animals. Absolutely. But we won't talk about them monkeys that was climbing into the motherfucking state capitol. Let's talk about them fucking animals. Oh, okay. You bitches ain't ready for that conversation. We'll say it's not like it's modern, it's modern day lynching and they're getting away with murder every time. Absolutely. But see, um, I don't know what race or ethnicity. I don't know if I'm saying that was the guy in the video. But if he was not white, they're gonna definitely make an example out of him. Terror artist four four says, shaking my head. That man needed help. That's all. This is why the movie Get Out was a nightmare to us black people. Absolutely. And if you haven't seen Get Out, go watch it. Shout out to Jordan Peele for that movie. It really was. And you know what? That's why I like Jordan Peele. Like, a lot of people didn't understand us. Nobody understood us. If you did, yes, that means you thought way past what everybody else was thinking. And then Get Out. Damn sure was a nightmare because, you know, even it, I couldn't sleep because I'm like, it all makes sense. You know? Like, fuck, are we the crops that they're harvesting? Ever. Jules yeah, says, sad part is it's nothing. It's just being recorded for the world to see now. She say nothing new. Hey, Animal Kimmy, 18. Much love to you as well. I know it. So let me go ahead and pull this up. Let's, let's really talk about this situation. Let's really talk about this. I just want to, you know, now that the voting is over, us use our voice to find out what can now these leaders do in our counties. And, and unfortunately, you know, it's ran by some of the, you know, kind of people to get help available in our communities. Like we have just as much as right as everybody else. That's what I can say. Stop killing black people. All right. So per civil rights attorney Lee Merritt, he states, Mr. Warren was suffering a mental health crisis and simply needed help. Instead, he was shot three times in his chest and tased. That's what you do to animals. In the video, Mr. Warren can be seen exiting the residence in the 1600 block of Carrollton Avenue 
and moving towards the officer with his hands out, wide as the officer backs up. He had no weapon. He was unarmed. You never should have brought your ass out there if you didn't know how to handle a mental health crisis. That's what I don't fucking understand. You police officers are not properly trained to deal with somebody that is, is having a mental health crisis. It's a police said they were called to the scene about 5.30 p.m. Sunday in reference to a psychiatric call. This was Sunday, January the 10th. Okay. In the video, Warren continues to move forward. He swings his arms, and there are calls from the officer for Warren to get on the ground, and people at the residence can be heard telling the officer not to shoot him. As Warren and the officer barely make it out of the frame, the sound of a taser goes off and appears to strike Warren as you can hear him struggle. Police said the taser was ineffective. After the video cuts from the ring doorbell to what appears to be a cell phone video, Warren can be seen getting off the ground as people near the house ask him to sit down and stay down. Warren continued toward the officer and outside of the video, Three shots can be heard as people near the residence scream and plead with the officer. I told you don't use a gun. One of them said multiple times in the video screaming at the police officer. But it was too late. Warren was shot in the front yard and later declared dead. I'm sorry, he was 52 years old. Patrick Lynn Warren Sr., 52, a local pastor. Morning, noon, and bite. It's buy one, get one for a dollar at McDonald's. Choose from a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage McGriddles, and hash browns. For lunch, enjoy a McDouble, McChicken, six-piece chicken McNuggets, and more. Buy one, get one for a dollar. You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. 
So again, this is why it's imperative. Jules says, I've seen white people shoot at cops, pull all kinds of weapons on cops and get arrested without a scratch. But we get murdered while being unarmed. God help us all. Check. Anytime you have a white guy go in the church and kill nine black people and then get taken to Burger King, you know this country is fucked up. But not before he sat and enjoyed the word of God and then slaughtered nine people in a church. Oh, he sat and he worshiped, he praised and worshiped with the same people he murdered. Don't ask me, it's Dylan Roof. Isn't that devilish? That is very devilish. That's very devilish. Jewel says this man didn't have to die. But for some reason, these murderous motherfuckers always perceive us as a threat. Fuck out of here. Absolutely. I mean, with a can of Arizona tea and Skittles, we still a threat. And they call. So let me go back a little bit. So they called the police to ask that a mental health professional be sent to the home. A mental health professional. Someone that knows how to deal with these types of situations. That's who they wanted at the home. That's who they called. They wanted them to send someone that was professionally trained. To deal with something, someone going through a mental health crisis. Jewel says, sis, that motherfucker was devil in the flesh. Absolutely. Dylan Roof, yes, he was. It says, instead, an officer who was not prepared to handle a mental health crisis responded to the call. Merritt, who's the attorney for the family, said the officer's demeanor was hostile and he quickly escalated the situation. Why can't they just like... <sighs> It's like none of them think, like they forget their training. I don't know what they're taught in training. But I mean, he don't have a weapon. If anything, you are more a threat to him than he is to you because you have the weapon. So, like for the life of me, I never understand out of all these things you can do. You can do, you grab a gun first. Hey, I'll be like, I'll, I would rather handcuff you. So I would rather tase you than handcuff you. That's it. Like, that's what the first thing they grab. No, what they should have done was they should have sent someone that's professionally trained 
to handle a person that is going through a mental health crisis. That's what the fuck they should have done. Period. Point blank. No, I don't care how you cut, slice the bread, the cake, the pie. That police officer was not properly trained to handle a mental health crisis. And I'm going to keep pushing the envelope on that. That's what I'm going to do. This is why I brought up mental health today. This is why. You're sending someone that was improperly trained. That's like sending a... a that's like sending... A pizza man to make burgers. Well, he, he, he's probably good. Sending the fireman to go strip. He can't do that job. That's like sending a, a OBGYN to do brain surgery. Yeah. Stupid. Goofy motherfuckers. You know what? This is why the police need to be defunded. But see, they don't understand that. They don't understand that. Like Jewel says, you could tell he was hostile when he exited the house. His attitude was, I don't have time for this shit. Go back and watch his demeanor once. That's, yeah. that's the point. Yes. yes. When he went in the house... He said, I don't work like that. I don't work like that. So he already had it in mind. Oh, they black too. I'm about to get with or something. You know? He go he in the house and study. He was probably beat up as a fucking child. You could tell that bitch wasn't whooped in a fucking circle. So you're damn right I'm upset. That's why it's imperative, y'all. Mental health, y'all. I have to collectively get my thoughts together right now. I really, I, I really have to. Absolutely, sis. It wasn't worth his time. He probably responded because he was the only officer in the area. But again, the family called for someone that knew how to handle a person going through a mental health crisis. And, and if you ever been anyone that has experienced a mental health crisis we're more of a threat to them than they are to us you understand they really try to harm themselves not us and again those are triggers the officer came in aggressive so you triggered him and then it was like the moment you pulled out the taser he lost it what I don't understand is why didn't you call for backup? Colleen, Texas. It happened in Colleen. It happened Sunday, January 10th, 5.30 p.m., Colleen, Texas. Pastor Patrick Warren Sr., 52 years old, say his name. I'm so sick of saying people's names. It's sickening to me now. 
So again. So again. Why did he have to die? Talk about it. I mean, he didn't have to die. But it just let you know that as black people, we're not allowed to have a mental crisis. We'll be too scared to even have one. That's if it ends up like that. So now I don't have too many final thoughts on this because it really makes me sick. Yeah. And then we'll have something called a book of hashtags. Next. Everybody black. They're trying to take us out one by one. You think? Like Jewel say, too many black folks becoming a number when dealing with certain cops. We have to keep pushing our envelope when it comes to mental health. Oh shit. I'm about to knock stuff down. I done got all the way upset over here, y'all. Forgive me. I just, you know. I know y'all say I need a video again. Disclaimer, y'all. This could be your love. This could be your family. This could be your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your aunt, maybe even your child. Disclaimer, y'all. Anyone that suffers from any type of mental illness, Please refrain from watching this video as I roll this clip one more time. One more time. Hello. 
Tell you why I rolled that video back. Since we'll watch it again off camera because there's something I want to point out in that video. Did you hear the officer as he walked back out of the home? Yeah, I don't work like that. I don't work like that. I so, don't have time. Uh, like, yeah, Jules said it. He does. He did not have time for it. His intentions was because he came out there uh, just to do his job. And what I mean by his job, you know how we go to work just to collect a check, not actually try to resolve the issue. He came out there and he did his. Hold on, let me let me turn my camera on. I had to get a moment. Hold on. He came out there to do his job, the job you know that they paid them to do, but they don't want to do it. That type of job. So when he came there, he came there with the intention, let me go and get this shit over there and not try to resolve the issue. So what happened was when he walked at that door, he knew that was the type of shit he did not want to deal with. He wanted to get it over and done with quick. So his fastest way out there was to taste, like they always do, you know, because it's not a deadly weapon. So at that time, he felt like he was scared for his life, you know, by a patient who does not have a, I'm saying not a patient. Not a patient. I don't want to say he was a patient. I'm by a civilian who did not have a weapon, who was suffering from a mental crisis like any other normal person. Okay, so you know what? Let me want to this and get this over with. So again, I call that putting us out our misery. That's what I call it. So no, he came there with the sole purpose of him not having that time for this shit. Like Jewel said, he didn't have time for it. He didn't want to resolve anything. He don't work like that. So how the fuck do you work, Mr. Officer? But I digress. Not really, but... Because let me tell you something. We're going to keep pushing the envelope. But the reason I, I played that video back again was because I wanted to make sure you caught it the second time. Oh, yeah, I caught it the first time. You know, I caught it. Not... I don't work like this. I don't have time for this shit. Then why didn't you call for backup? At that point, you knew 
you should have called for backup. You know to call to call for backup. But not even that. You know, I would have rather not him call other cops. Hey, we need someone out here for the like you said, the appropriate person. You was not threatened. He didn't have no weapon. I would have got back in my car. At least drove somewhere just to avoid. This could have been avoided. If he just sat there, got on the walkie-talkie, like you do. See, they're so quick to grab for the ooh, girl, and the ooh. I told you it was a trigger episode tonight. But what I don't understand, you knew the type of call you got. You knew what type of call you were responding to because they tell you you're going to XYZ address for a domestic call, a, a possible 187. They tell you what, what you're going to. They tell you what you're responding to. Why didn't you request for someone to professionally, someone that professionally knew how to handle someone going through a mental health crisis? Why didn't you call for backup? For you to sit on camera and say, I don't work like this. I don't have time for this shit. You need to be fired. And okay, you need I'm to be and convicted with murder. Because that was cold-blooded murder. Although we know you probably will face no charges. We know this. And if you are facing charges and you do get convicted, they'll probably only give you two, three years at the max. No time. But this man's life was taken because an improperly trained officer was sent to the residence of a person that was experiencing a mental health crisis. So Patrick Warren Sr., y'all say his name. Jewel says, she saw a post that said, we're not asking you to kill them. We're asking you not to kill us like you don't kill them. And honestly, that's all we're asking, but it's falling on deaf ears. Yep. Absolutely. They want to exterminate the black man. It's all a part of the devil's plan, baby. They want to exterminate the black man. That's what they're doing. Why not? These niggas don't belong here anyway. That's what they call them. And I'm not talking about niggas with AS at the end. I'm talking about ER. But y'all want us to uphold the what's, the, what's the lady's name that was murdered, that was killed at the state capitol? You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. 
that part. How the hell you thought you were about to get that way anyway? So, you know. They want us to say her name, but you went in. So they were properly trained to kill you. You stormed the Capitol. This man had a mental health crisis at his home. They requested for a professional, someone that knew how to deal with mental health patients. But just in an improperly trained police officer. And Patrick Warren Sr. ended up with three bullets to the chest. Let that soak in. Let that soak in. Let's tap into that. Terror artist Cole Full says, they hate us but brought us here to build a country they stole. They kill us out of jealousy. Absolutely. Because we're the blueprint. Black men and black women with a blueprint. They run and they go spend thousands of dollars to look like us. But y'all not ready to have that conversation. Y'all know I push it down a little baby. Absolutely, sis. He shot him center mass, straight murder. You shot him three times in the chest. He posed no threat to you. He had no weapon. But again, that goes back to why did you knew the call. When you responded to the call, you knew what you were going into. You knew what you were walking into. Why didn't you make the call, sir? And call for someone that knew that was professionally trained to handle situations specifically like this one. I just want to know. Hands up. Palms face forward, unarmed. He had no weapon on him. You killed him. You murdered him. <laughs> And like Jewel said earlier, do you realize the guilt that these children are going to have to carry the rest of their lives? They simply called for help. They simply called for help. To help defuse a situation because their father was having a mental health crisis. Y'all, I had to fix my lashes. At this point, since I have one lash way up here and the other one way down there, at this point, I really don't even care. You know. But we have to keep continuing to have these conversations in regards to mental health, y'all. Let me fix. I look too bright. Let me turn my light down. I won't blind the back. We gotta talk about it, y'all. I'm rolling this back, y'all. I need to know. Mental health check in.
Big load. Big load. That's what they say. The big black man with no weapon. That's what they say. No, the black man was the weapon. No, the big black man with no weapon. The big black man with no weapon. I always feel threatened. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Just like Michael Brown was a threat, right? I remember y'all when I went downtown here in Houston when George Floyd was murdered. Heartless motherfuckers with a badge. You know what they told us? Y'all don't go. It's going to be blood spilled today. I told him, bitch, you go home with blood on your shirt every day. What's the difference? Big Low say he knew he couldn't restrain him one-on-one. -on -one. Absolutely. But he also knew Low. The type of call he was responding to. You know, we skipped a couple of comments. Let me back up to Jewel. Black families are going to have to find a way to deal with their mentally ill family members without involving the police. Because this has become the norm with us losing our lives after reaching out for help. We must find a way to restrain the mentally ills ourselves even if it means tying them down agree agree like jewel says there shouldn't be a reason to kill him absolutely correct but again you are afraid of that big black man And at the same time, you know, Big Low, when these officers go to these residents or these buildings, or I'm, I'm sorry, businesses, they know what type of call they're responding to. You're told. Code, blah, 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 responding to a possible domestic issue at 
one, two, three, four, Sycamore Street. You know what you're going to do. But Big Lord, oh, I'm going to bring you on after the show. I'm a, I want you to watch the video. Because I want you to hear exactly what that officer said. He said, I don't work like that. I don't have time for this shit. Right. So he already came, he was already aggressive when he came. Cause this wasn't this that's not what that's not what he does. So he already came aggressive. You can't meet force with force. But he was improperly trained anyway. The family had called for someone to come out that was professionally trained to deal with somebody that has a mental health crisis. That's what it was about at the end of the day. This man lost his life simply trying to get help. Big Low said, yeah, I heard it. Absolutely. So he came in aggressive. I don't want to do this shit. It's not my damn job. He should never came yes out there. He should have called for backup. He should have called for somebody. Before you even got out of the car and approached the front door, you should have called somebody that could have assisted you that knew exactly what to do to help defuse the situation. But you didn't. You got out. You wanted to be this big old bad cop. Three shots to this man's chest because you were improperly trained. <laughs> Say his name. Say his name. I'm just still curious as to why Patrick Warren Sr. had to die. I can't say it any louder. I need someone to help me to understand why Mr. Patrick Warren Sr. had to die January 10th, 2021. I want to know that. I need someone to explain that to me. That's what I need to know. To the family of Patrick Warren Sr. My love and my prayers definitely go out to you. Big Low say he shouldn't have taken the job of being a police officer. That's part of the job description. Absolutely. But we all know why a lot of them become police officers. It's not to serve and they're looking for revenge. They I, think, I think all police should have a psych evaluation before even starting the force. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. Mm. They have psych evaluations. Yep. 
Yep. And like Jewel says, we pay the price almost daily simply because these motherfuckers don't feel like doing their jobs and we become the stress reliever. And they do. So again, Mr. Patrick Warren Sr., why did you have to die? Those are questions that need answers. Colleen, Texas, why would you send an improperly trained officer to defuse a mental health crisis situation? That's what I want to know. I just, I can't even breathe right now. I'm so nauseated. Like, I want to throw up. Yeah. Yeah. I want to throw up. Why did he have to die? He had a mental health crisis. Like Big Low said, think about it. We pay taxes. We're literally paying to get killed. Yes. And then they've taken money away from mental health. You know, like I was telling Keish earlier, we have limited resources. Afri the resources for mental health is very limited to the African-American community. So again, I ask everybody that tuned in tonight. Mental health. Let's keep the conversation going. Let's keep pushing this. Let's keep addressing it. Let's stop the stigma for mental illness. Let's stop the stigma. And furthermore, let's stop killing black people. You know, that's how I feel. Let's stop killing black people. Y'all just don't know, I don't have any more tears left to cry. I really don't. Jewel says, honestly, it doesn't matter if he was trained or not. If that's not his mind frame, we get the same result. Death of another black man. You right, sis. Absolutely. You're right, sis. I just really feel like you knew the type of call you were responding to. Why didn't you call for somebody else to come assist you? Maybe Mr. Warren wouldn't be dead right now. Maybe his loved ones wouldn't be forced with questions with no answers. 
It's almost like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. We'll go to the police. You can't call for help, you get killed. In the video, that's the way it looks. The family simply needed assistance. And now Mr. Warren is dead. See his name. See his name. Say the names of all the other little black boys and black girls and black men and black women that were murdered by the police officers. Say their names. Casey Goodson, you're not forgotten. Definitely. Mr. Andre, who was murdered just a couple of weeks, maybe a week after Casey Goodson was murdered in the same city. Police officer shot him. He posed no threat. Turned off the his body cam in Ohio. He died because the police officer failed to render aid. That's recorded. Say their names. Come on, sis. You know what time of the night it is, babe. Come on, babe. Come on, babe. We in the final thoughts. Yeah. I'm going to let you have a flow and then I'll round it up for tonight. After thirty minutes of I'm not gonna say crying, but just becoming sick to your stomach. After we seen that video and like other videos. It's not going to stop. It's not going to stop until we do something about the people who's supposed to serve and protect us. I really don't know what to say. And it's like I want to go on the big ass rank. But how many times? How many times what must we fall victim to something we are entitled to? We're we're entitled to freedom. Can't get that. Can't be free. You know. We are entitled to vote. As you can see, we can't do that without some crackers fucking up the Capitol. We're not entitled to therapists for mental health. We're not entitled to a crisis team coming out to assist us with our crisis. Like, th that's what they do. But instead, 
we're always met with a goddamn gun and a bullet and a taser and a damn body bag. We always get the short end of the stick. And it's so, it's so sad. Like, I'm trying not to cry no more. It's just so sad and it's so frustrating and it's so angry. And you know what? I feel like, to be honest, and it's, it's not an excuse, the shit that goes on in the black community goes on because we're angry. What the fuck else we going to do, you know? We're out here, we're struggling. We're struggling to get a job, yet you got Paul over here and Jonathan and whatever over here can just get a job, get access to health, get access to mentally, get mental benefits. Some of the insurances and the medical fit, you have to pay for extra coverage mental you have to you have to pay for mental coverage so hopefully one day in the black community we can get together and we could question our leaders like why we don't have access to these things that could have been prevented if they would have gotten the right person out there to help mr warren but instead, they send them the one person in this one profession that don't do right no matter if you if you put water in their fucking face, they won't drink it. They don't do right. So they sent the one person in the one profession that don't do right. So it's not really much. It's just frustrating and sad, and it's somebody's dad. So now, like Ashley said, those kids and those family members are going to feel the utmost guilt because they thought they were doing the right thing. And it was. They had the right intention. It just, just didn't go that way. Go ahead, sis. Y'all know how I feel. Y'all know. We said and we have to daily. Mr. Warren was suffering from illness. Mr. Warren needed help. The family called someone who they thought was properly trained to come help their father, their husband. But in two, Mr. Warren ended up dead. Three bullets to the chest. When is it going to end? 
When is it going to stop? I pray this family gets justice. The correct justice. The officer came already aggressive. Again, I want y'all to go back and I want y'all to watch this episode because I want y'all to watch the video because I want you to hear the officer clearly say, I don't have time for this shit. And you wonder why we don't respect the police. Again, I want to take a moment of offense. For mental health. It's important, it's imperative that we keep these conversations going in regards to mental health because it could be your loved one. It could have been your loved one. So serious. Mental health, y'all. We got our dreams. People are suffering in silence. The resources are very limited for us. When it comes to this, very limited. Enough is enough, y'all. We got to stand together. If you know somebody that's dealing with some type of mental illness, please get some help. Get them some help, you know. Who is this? Um, this, this, you know. Like I say, this tonight was, was so heavy. And I had to go back. And I really had to talk about this one tonight. Because this hits close to home, you know. family, I pray again, as I see that justice is served for you, your family. Although I know it will not bring him back, but I pray that it brings some type of peace for your life. Y'all know how to catch me every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Y'all can follow me at Black Girl Interrupted on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check me out on YouTube. I'm available on all the streaming platforms. Tap in and leave me a review. Let me know what you think, what you thought about tonight's episode. Tomorrow night, I'll be tapping in just for a little while, just to finish up part two of expectations versus reality. But this, again, this this was an episode that, an issue that needed to be addressed today because I hadn't seen it on the news. So I wanted to bring it back to the forefront. Don't forget, check out, there we go. Don't forget, 
for all your lipstick, for all your cosmetic needs. Go shop with Colors by Keish. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. She's on Twitter. She's actually still running her lipstick special. She's got her five minutes for $20. It is I'm wearing boy bye. I'm wearing brown sugar. Oh, I got it upside down. But there you go. Colors by Keish. I wear it. That's what you see me have on in all my pictures. But again, to the Warren family, I pray for peace. I send an abundance of love and prayers to your family right now. And again, I pray that justice is served. Thank you, everybody, that tuned in tonight. Again, y'all, don't forget, catch the information down at the bottom. You can find Black Girl Interrupted on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I'm on all the streaming platforms. Please tap in. Leave a review. Let me know what you thought about not just tonight's episode, but even the previous episodes. Tap in with me. Again, I'll be tapping in tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, just for a brief moment so I could wrap up part two of expectations versus reality. How do we get rid of it? So I hope to see y'all tomorrow night. Again, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, for part two of expectations versus reality. Again, thank you for all the continued love and support that y'all continue to show me. I love y'all and I'll see y'all again tomorrow night. In today's day and age, we care more about what we're eating. Hey, it's Kayla. Not only as a foodie do I love to try new recipes with fresh produce, but as a mom, I kind of care about what my daughter is eating. That's why we recently discovered 80 Acres Farms. This is where you can get crisp, delicious salad greens that stays fresher in your fridge for longer, all at your local Kroger. All of the produce is straight from their farm to the store within days of harvest. Plus, the produce is grown using zero pesticides and no GMOs. Just visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and you can find their produce at your local Kroger. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the name your price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's name your price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.